Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. Hi, it's Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode one, three. This week on Toy Power, we hit up the latest news and make sure we cover all those bits that we missed from San Diego Comic-Con 2019. We then jump into the latest installment of the Toy Power quiz. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Sam. What's up? And Frank. Well, hoi, hoi. All right, let's get into it. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? Any new hats in Masters of the Universe Origins? <laughs> <laughs> not many, not many. <laughs> However, so the Motu Origins line will incorporate completely interchangeable parts. So they're going to have arms, legs, a head. If they've got a hat attachment, they might have a hat <laughs> attachment. Hands, even torso are all removable, ready to be swapped around for customization. Uh, this is outstanding play value, in my opinion. Uh, so we learned this through the WWE Turnier figs. Uh, we'll have the same interchangeable parts and be released ready for Christmas this year. So that's way ahead of the uh, market to the Motu Origins line. This is, in my opinion, such a fantastic way to get around the action feature aspect mm-hmm. yep. uh, without having to work in spring effects and things. Uh, this interchange system will be pati- uh, particularly interesting when they create unique characters such as Ram Man, Orko, mm. uh, just as a f- couple off the top of my head as an example, whom uh, sport completely unique bucks. But imagine this is a customizer's dream. You know, this is yeah. potentially uh, getting an- another generation of younger people to um, play with Masters of the mm. Universe by uh, using this interchangeable system. And if they stay at that, hopefully that $15 price point, that's that's almost affordable for um, a young person to uh, collect. So. Yeah. I did notice the video, I think it was Pixel Dan did a video of the Origins comic two-pack for Masters that had come out. And he just... He was talking about getting the vest off Adam, and he's like, "Well, the way you do it is you do this," and he just pops, pops the, the torso, out. the torso. So Ooh. where the where the belt basically <clears throat> connects onto the the abs, that just pops out, and it's a proper joint, like it's mm. a proper socket that's meant to be joined together. Mm. And now to know even that the WWE attorney, <laughs> I don't know how to I'm say. I'm sorry, that. is that that's the, right? That's is that right. a real name? W attorney figures. Yeah, WWE attorney. E attorney. So you have to you have to emphasize the E and then add the. So just so you get the whole aspect, we didn't. It's a play on words. Well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I get it. And the the box art is beautiful. Like the packaging yeah. is again very masterful. And and I I feel even though if, even for me myself who's not a big wrestling fan, I'm going to oh. want the uh, characteristics from those yeah. characters so I can make my own yeah. figure. You know, I want well, that arm good. and I want that armor and I want yeah. that unique uh, leg. And how you know, good is the Triple H in this? Yes, Have you seen yes, him? He's got the, the silver skull yes, mask. Yes, yep, yep. Um, that looks fantastic. Yes. And yep. although his pants look very wrestlerish, if you chucked him on a you know loincloth, you'd got a new character. Exactly. So exactly cool. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ah, very very clever idea. And what we're talking a nine ninety nine figure or fifteen dollars US. Fifteen dollars US. Yeah. Yep. I mean, great great way to inject the play value. One hundred percent. Yeah. Wonderful. Should we get into movies? Yeah. And, let's yeah. do some some movie news. Frank, you were mm. champing at the bit there, weren't you? While this panel was going <laughs> I think, on, I think probably the... Sam too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seeing the uh, I guess the the outline for Phase Four. Yep. Yeah, I is... use Twitter basically once every couple of years because it's for moments like this where you find the right hashtag and you just refresh that feed and you were seeing the announcements almost as they happened in, in real time. That's so. literally what I did. I, yeah. sat, I was actually in the comic <laughs> store, so it was even better. Like, just sat there, and as people What's were walking this? in to buy comics, I'm like, Eternals is announced. <laughs> Shanghai's announced. <laughs> Wonder and Vision's coming. I just yeah, yeah. like, just monotone reading it out to them. They're like, okay, man. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Cool. We're all good. Yeah, so we might go through them in the order that we're going to see them release. So, 
can I, I did actually find some footage of the presentation and watch it. And Kevin Feige knows how to work a room, yeah. right? Like he, and we'll get to some of the stuff he, he sort of name dropped right at the end. But the official announcements we got were the Black Widow movie is finally happening, which we yes. kind of already knew because there's been leaks from the set and stuff. That's coming at us in May, 1st of May in 2020. And that is the official start of phase four. Um, some of the other casting from that, we've got David Harbour, who, who people might know as Sheriff from, um, what's the one? Stranger, Stranger things. things. Thank you. And, and of course, Hellboy. Hellboy, yeah. yes. He's done the three now. That's a yeah. pretty lucky. Mm. Right? It is. He's, He's done. Well. And the, 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 the other Black Widow, the blonde Yelena, I think it is, she is being cast. I can't remember who that was, but she's going to be in the movie. So that'll be... Uh, who's David Harbour playing? A character called the Red Guardian. Yep. Okay. I don't know too Task much about Taskmaster's meant to be in it yes, too, Task but there's no real chat on who that is. Or yeah. yeah, I think that'll be a big surprise reveal. Yep, yep. So that was all. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is in it, even though it is a prequel. It obviously, to it has prequel, to be a prequel. Or she's like <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah all flashbacks or something. I don't know, but yeah. So she's in that. Uh, the very next one that comes up, they also announced uh, new shows, Marvel-related shows, are going to be on the Disney Plus streaming service. So we got our first look at uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's coming in fall American time in 2020. Uh, they had Anthony Mackie and what's the guy's name? Sebastian Stan yep. Yep. on stage. Those guys. Uh, if, if there's ever going to be a a gay couple of blokes in the MCU, <laughs> it'll be them, right? The, the chemistry between them, those two actors is amazing. And you know, Anthony Mackie walks out with the shield, uh, and then he's like. Oh, this thing's heavy. You, you want to hold it? And everyone, of course, Winter Soldier with the shield, everyone yep. loses their minds. Nice. So, yeah, so that's going to be on the D- Disney Plus streaming service. We also got our first look at the uh, much-rumoured Eternals movie. Uh, that's coming that's out. That's a weird one. Like, yeah. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was a throw. Mm, like weird, That yeah. did well, but, you know, to do Eternals, I mean, even as a comic book fan... Eternals is choice. not one that I'd go, yeah, let's make a movie. This will Can do well. Can you, just like, for the listeners and me, um, give us a quick <laughs> rundown of what Eternals is about? I haven't even really read that much yeah. of the Eternals stuff. It's not something I ever jumped into. I know it's Jack Kirby's early work. Right. It's, it's yes. really early Marvel work yes. that has a very cult following for this. And they're kind of characters that ended up being thrown away. So then yeah. haven't really been in anything for a long time mm. now. I know a lot of it is to do with the celestial gods and stuff, which we've had mentioned in through things like uh, Peter Quill's dad, yes, so Star Wars dad, and things like that. So I'm assuming we're going to see more almost godlike entities yeah. fighting on a weird world of crazy characters. Yeah, yeah. that was kind my... of like Inhumans. I think they'll go with it though. Yeah. I think they'll go like a I think this replaced human Inhumans. kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah, my understanding is that they're all high level sort of um, almost immortals essentially. Um, and I think one of the links is one of the characters is Thanos's sister or something like that. Yeah, so that's a where lot of tie-ins they're going to tie it in with stuff like that. A fair old cast. There was um, Salma Hayek, uh, Angelina Jolie, and one of the guys from Game of Thrones. Um, one of Ned's, one of the Stark brothers, the okay. oldest one. I think he got killed in season one. Yep. Um, so yeah, quite. They also have a both the character and the actor is actually deaf. So they'd be speaking in sign language throughout the film. Right. They had her on stage and, you know, they do that horrible, oh, how excited are you from Kobe Smolders, I think it was. Yep. And she answered the whole thing in sign language. And I thought, oh, that, that's really cool. So, so yeah, that'll, that'll be the, you know, is this going to take off or yeah. or fall? So we'll look at that's that one. That's their biggest risk in a long time. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, but, but, I, but they've I think, it. I think they've, uh, they've done it with Guardians. <clears throat> yes. Why, yeah. what, they need to try again yeah. with something else to keep the properties going and, uh, you know, branch out to something new and bring those characters potentially into the larger MCU. Yep. And Definitely. look, they, they have got such popularity and such big good business going. I think they, they take can a take a risk. Uh, and um, if, they, if it doesn't go well... Uh, they're not going to lose heaps of money. But if it does go well... Another billion dollars in the back. Exactly, right? To be honest, I'm going to go to Gold Class and watch this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Who are we kidding? Yeah, I'll be first screening, first but, thing in the morning. You know, if, if, if it does go well, yeah. within uh, a year's time, there'll be household names, I bet. Yeah, like, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to try and buy them all. Yeah, And there'll be new figures to come with all of this stuff as well. There's so, another Legends run. Exactly. Yeah. It's a whole wave right there. So that's coming in November of 2020. So next year, we're really only looking at two Marvel movies. One 
at the start of the year with Black Widow and then one Eternals right at the end. But with the TV show as well. The TV show yeah. in the middle, yeah, Falcon yeah. And, and the Winter yeah. Soldier. Okay. Moving into 2021, we start that in February with Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten, Ten Rings. Shang-Chi, cool. how much Very do you cool. know about um, him, Sam? Uh, so I know enough to sort of, sort of give a guideline that uh, I think he'll tie in with Spider-Man a lot. Okay. He had a lot of crossovers with Spider-Man <clears throat> in the sort of end of his comic book runs. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. He's not really in anything much. Once again, another character that's kind of slipped away into not being printed as much because he wasn't as popular anymore. But I think this is an easy one to bring back. Do in my mind, I want them to do almost like a Jackie Chan, yep. crazy yeah. stunt action, like just that yeah, kind of okay. real life fighting to it with that hint of mystic forces and so, mm-hmm. so it, yeah. would you say he's like iron fist or a completely different because that's what i sort of he's he's yes, potentially see but yeah. iron fist without <clears throat> the magical fist yes without yeah. he's a karate a he's a karate master. kid yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so this is part of as you might have guessed from the name the legend of the ten rings refers to the Ten Rings like the Mandarin that we saw in Iron Man cool. and stuff. So it does link yeah. into that. And they have confirmed that, yes, you'll be getting the real, real Mandarin, Mandarin. Yes. played by this guy. And I can't remember his name, but he was, you know, uh, an Asian actor and you're getting the real Mandarin. Nice. Apparently, they showed clips at the time. There was the obviously links to Iron Man 1 with the Ten Rings logo. There was an there was a Ten Rings logo in Ant-Man, apparently, yes. nice. that I didn't see oh, at the time. They've hidden it in Doctor Strange as well. I got oh, told, really? Right? In one of those crazy scenes, those yep. rings showed up there as well, apparently. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's coming in Feb of 2021. Also, around that time in spring, we get another Disney Plus show, WandaVision. Weird name and apparently going to be a very weird show, according to Elizabeth Olsen. Now, when... Um, I've just gone blank on his name that plays Vision. Paul Bettany. Bettany. Now, when he walked out on stage, do you remember what he was wearing? Did you see a photo? No, it didn't strike He me. was all dressed in white. Oh, okay. Reference? Is there now, a reference in that? Yeah. yeah. So, one, when he got killed by Thanos, he went... All white. Yep. And in the comics, he does die, and he mm. comes back as the anti-vision, which oh, is the vision, like, but all white, like yeah. Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was what I yeah, thought yeah, 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 at the yeah. time. Yes. Uh, okay. Vision Prime comes back. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> no Infinity Stone, but a Matrix. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easiest Legends figure ever, right? Jump just starts playing in the background <laughs> yeah. as he rises. <laughs> Yeah, so Elizabeth Olsen was quoted as saying, we will finally get to see why she's called the Scarlet Witch. Wicked. Um, Which was good. This show is also set to feature Monica Rambeau, otherwise known as the very first Captain Marvel, which is actually the little girl you see in the Captain Marvel movie, the little um, niece or whatever she is, a little 10-year-old, and she is in this one as a grown-up. Wow. Um, The Vision one also has a... A particular, it's hard not to spoil anything, but it has a particular line that could also introduce a lot more characters. Okay. Because he said something at the end of his presentation. Kevin Feige. Yeah. He said something at the very end. Well, it's not spoilers because it's all speculation at this well, point. Well, at the end, he, he straight up said, we will see mutants. Oh, at the very end of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so they go through all these uh, announcements and then they say, oh, thanks very much. And then, oh, we didn't even get to talk about Fantastic Four, Black Panther oh 2, Captain Marvel 2, and uh, some mutants. Okay, bye. Oh, like, wow. And my the God. crowd's like losing their mind. In my yeah. mind, this is the right time in the show to introduce Magneto, their version, because that's her dad. Of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that'd yeah. be interesting. Yes. And Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, he's the dead. brother. He's gone. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. No, I'm getting things Age mixed Ultimate, up. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. The, the Matrix will bring him back. So. <laughs> <laughs> we also got a look at a new Loki TV show, again on Disney Plus, coming in spring of 2020. And Tom Hiddleston was there, of course, and the crowd just went bananas. And to answer the obvious question, this is the Loki we see from Endgame, who has grabbed the Space Stone mm-hmm. and just pissed off through time. Yep. So this is time-traveling Loki. Yeah, Multiverse exactly. Loki. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be very interesting. The big one that we sort of uh, alluded to is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That is the official title. That movie is coming in May of 2021. Woohoo. 
Wanda, so the Scarlet Witch, is set to have a big role in this. Apparently, okay. she actually came out with the, the panel. From the show into the yeah, film. ties yeah, in. Right. So this is how they're they're really doing that, oh, which clever. is what Agents of Shield was originally supposed to be trying yeah. to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. allegedly yeah. at the time, but now that it's all owned by Disney, they can do shows, movies, and tie so, the whole lot together. Wow! So you're really going to have to watch these television shows. So you have to watch had it to all. Get Disney Plus. Well, wow. it's, it's like I mean, I, I don't mean to flip it back to DC, but it's like you had to watch. Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow in a the certain order yes. to get to the crossovers because sure, they the intertwined crossover. really well. But to a movie, that's yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. kind of different. Right. Yeah, it's cool. also been billed as the MCU's first horror film. That was the, the exact oh, nice. so what that yeah. entails yeah. and what Ooh. the MCU's version of horror is. The, Who knows? The only the only concern I have for that hereditary. Oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> that, now that was a brilliant film. Um, that uh, the only issue I have with uh, Marvel Universe bringing horror aspects, if it's going to be true, my yeah. versions of horror, uh, is you can't take the family to it. And, and I've always seen these Marvel films have yeah. been a bit of a family affair. True. That you can, some of them you could take a young, you know, or sort of a 12-year-old yeah. to. Uh, they're a bit more mature. Others, happy to take my daughters who are five and seven uh, to and they can, you know, but if you're going to the horror aspect, mm. it's it's sort of breaching that 15 plus. I'm going to go with now. Nah, let's scare the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's a Doctor Strange movie. Oh. I've never been terrified of films when I was little, like watching them when obviously the parents out for something. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, let's watch Jaws. Yeah. Or, yeah, we watched I, Indiana Jones and them melting yeah, faces, yeah, right? Exactly. Like I, I have, I'm still start scarred from watching Alien when we <laughs> mum and dad went out and we had a babysitter and I convinced the babysitter, yeah, I'm allowed to watch Alien and. <laughs> No, I haven't Terminator. been the same ever since. Yeah. The eye in yeah. the first Terminator, pulling that out. Yeah. I sitting there going, Mum, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> my, my, only con- my only concern is with the horror aspects, if it's all intertwined to continuality yes. and you have to watch yeah, these yeah, sort of yeah, things. The younger kids aren't going to understand what what happened there if it's a big plot points you yep. know if it's just a watch this and you know, you'll know deep about the universe or is it going to be like Endgame where everyone has to see it to... In, ensure they the knowledge of the next yeah film. yeah that's a good point It'd be interesting to see how they handle that uh we also got to look at a this is a show i believe called what if and this is going to be on the disney service as well this is an animated show and coming in summer of 2021 uh from the voice cast it looks like they're getting a lot of the original voice uh, i think josh brolin was in there as thanos so it's a lot of these uh, we spoke about our uh, favorite comic runs a few weeks back, and it's a whole lot of different. Let's just yep. take this thread and see where it goes. It's animated. It's obviously not canon. Uh, one of the things that it's going to be animated, uh, animated. Well, it can be canon with multiverse. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Anything's possible. Uh, it's going to be n- narrated by the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who the actor was for that. But one of the cool things, if you actually zoom in on the logo, it's got one of these transparent background logos. There was a zombie Captain America that was spotted oh, within that logo. Marvel zombies. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of, of all of these announcements, this one has me the most excited. I'll be honest. Because, because this is the sort of what if factor. They can introduce that yep, Marvel zombies. They can bring back the all the other Spider-Men that yep. you know, we'll be talking about in a future episode. There'll be... You know, they could just do everything. They they could bring in the X Men for one yeah. episode. You know, it just in the, the world's your oyster. In the um, comics, they've uh, this is what first had the idea to have a female Thor. And actually, Marvel's lines in the last couple of years for comics. I swear they've gone back to the archives and gone, remember those what ifs? What if we just make that yep, into the story? Pretty like, much. Let's do like a couple of years worth of what ifs. They've got scripts that's there. Awesome. They just need to like make them work for, for, for on screen, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's very clever. So that's exciting. Also, another TV show was the Hawkeye TV show. I'm excited Coming for Fall that. 21. Uh, we'll feature Kate Bishop, who a lot of people are saying is going to be his daughter that we see in the film not sure that traditionally kate bishop is related to hawkeye it's like his niece or something i thought it i was. can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah. i'm just excited to see the way that they do him now after being ronan post end game yeah you know killing people and being quite dark yep. to then having the family back and then to also then having to teach a family member how to do what kill? he did <laughs> like, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I think that one's got a real potential um, for character development that you just can't do in a sort of the big team-up movies. And then the big one, uh, Thor Love and Thunder with a very retro-looking logo so retro. that looked absolutely insane. Taika Waititi, the director, is back. 
Chris Hemsworth is back. Uh, Tessa Thompson is back. Natalie Portman is actually yeah, back. Yeah, that's the interesting as one. As the female Thor, yeah. there was, they had one of the, the Mjolnir there, and Taika hands it to uh, what's Natalie. Her name? Natalie Portman. Thank yep. you. Hands it to her, and she and he confirmed, yes, Lady Thor or female Thor will be in this movie. Super sad story to go to because. Mm. In the books, she's actually dying. Yes, that's and why she, she gets yep. the power, and that keeps her alive. And then eventually, she gives away the power and dies. Yep. So if they Be do do mm. that as the story, that's gonna like it's I'm gonna cry. Gonna, yeah. It's gonna be a tear joke. Yeah, yeah. So be, be warned. They've done it this, before. To this us. could make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but the big surprise right at the end, Kevin Feige says, I, I'd, I'd like to welcome to the stage uh, Masha, how do I say this? Mashahala Ali. Mashahala Ali, that's the one. Academy Award winner, Mashahala Ali, comes out on screen. I said, oh, what a, you've got a hat there, mate. What does it say on your hat? And he puts on this baseball hat and it just has Blade <laughs> written across the top and then they just cut to a big screen, you know, with the logo. And that was it. And they just said, yep, he's going to be Blade. Um, you know, oh, Mutant's Fantastic Four, all this other stuff. Okay, thanks, Bye. Um, no announcements for timelines or whatever. I believe he's not going to be part of Phase Four, so you're not going to see Blade any time in the he's next, the next phase three years starter, or anything. I reckon they'll yeah. kick off with him into something into like four. Fantastic Four and Ooh. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how exciting! And Wesley Snipes was pretty cool about he was, yeah. passing the, the torch. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think I think it's very. Uh, you know, smart thinking because Wesley Snipes is just getting too old. You know, if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna base this, build at, a franchise, yeah, b- build and 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 uh, I, they could yeah. nod to him. Oh, sure, like, couldn't, they, couldn't agree could more. Still be him. It you can, know what I mean, can, they could say that those films are canon, and this is him after that. He could like, be uh, could play more Morbius, isn't it? You know, <laughs> oh, one, yeah, one. <laughs> the big vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the Morbius. It's Jared yeah, Leto, isn't it? Yeah, Jared Leto is going to be Morbius in his own film to do with the Venom. Versed oh, there's uh, a Sony product. The Sony, yeah. Sony. I won't be, I won't be holding yeah. too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was pretty much most of the Marvel news, and of course, we also found out as part of that presentation, the timing was pretty funny, I thought, but that uh, Avengers Endgame officially became the highest-grossing movie of all time. Yeah. And kick those little silly blue aliens in the face. <laughs> well done. Yes, well-deserved spot. Up there at number one. Absolutely fantastic. All right, moving on to Mondo. Now, this is something we sort of knew was coming with the the Mondo figures that they're doing in their 1-6 scale and all the alternate heads that we're getting. We've got a Hot Topic exclusive. That is a uniquely colored Skeletor now featuring the natural bone face. Um, you know, always interested with exclusives. But, you know, if you want that face, you've got to get over to Hot Topic. Really, really good to get these products out to retail stores. But again, you know, we don't have Hot Topic here. No, no. Uh, it's not going to show up here. So if you do want that bone face, which does look very nice, yep. um, you're going to probably have to import that yeah. bad boy. And, and the Havoc staff has got the bone uh, yeah, head, head ram, on, skull. ram skull on yep. it, the yep. same color as his face, and his all his uh, armory is the same color to match the face. So oh, it's nice. there's it's not just a head, an, an alternate head with yeah. the slap the same things. There's a few extra uh, color aspects Details. and things. Yeah. So kind of cool, yeah. Because mm. oh, it was a bit of a question of mine. What what's that one? You know, yeah. yeah and then f- to find out later. Mm. Well, one thing we didn't talk about in our San Diego episodes was Mattel also had some Shearer stuff. We've actually already seen pictures of these on the shelves in the States. These are the Shearer Princess of Power dolls based on the current animation. And these are more, not what you'd call action figures. They're going for that sort of Barbie doll style. You think the um, DC Superhero Girls stuff that come in at about sort of 10 to 12 inches, I'd say, yep. tall. That kind of thing with uh, actual rooted hair. We got to look at uh, Shira, Adora, Glimmer, Bo, and Catra. Uh, all look, and there was even a Swift Wind as well, which was surprising. Yeah, I did not think they'd uh, jump out of the gate with a Swift Wind straight mm. away, but it's kind of cool they've done so. So yeah, so Glimmer looked a little bit mm, because they oh, did, massively. Yeah, yeah, they've gone for that that really Barbie super skinny thing, which is not really true to her character. Catra and Shira are probably the yeah. The standouts for mine. Agreed. Uh, Mezco 112. So we got a Conan, oh, yeah. uh, mm. a, a very Frazetta co- comic book uh, adaption. Uh, All those you, veins. Yeah. Oh, massive, yeah. Scars yeah. on the yeah. face. He, lo- he, looks, he doesn't look beefy like He-Man. He looks like a, a proper, yeah. a proper a very chiseled right? um, yeah, man. Oil so, up. And, he's, and he's, <laughs> the, way he, the, way, the way they got him um, standing is he's got his uh, sword. 
uh, out the front, you know, in between his legs, yeah. and it just looks insane. Uh, standing there, Absolutely very brilliant. like that well looks defined. like a yeah. comic book comic, cover uh, or a painting that Frazetta would have done mm-hmm. uh, aspect, and it's cool that you can get that pose out of that figure yeah. uh, off the shelf. Uh, Bluto from yes. Popeye, he is enormous. I'd oh, say I saw that. Uh, two, almost three times bigger than uh, the Popeye. Uh, so he was looked fantastic. He's um, been very popular, Popeye. He's sold yeah. out everywhere. Right. They've done a lot of different versions. Well, it, it, they did know, a spinach can version. Right. You know, I get asked for that figure yeah. a lot. Like yeah. I, I was always well, sort of surprised. Like, have you got any Popeye? I'm like, this is the way to get fun. it. I think they're doing him in the two pack. So uh, I believe it's an opportunity to get Popeye. Well, I again. guess. I guess how much you know? There'd be a lot of Popeye oh. fans. Yeah. And how much Popeye merch is really out there? Not, not a lot. And, no. and everyone is saying this Popeye guy is perfect. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the, yep. you know, the representation you've got of Popeye in your head, in in plastic form, it's yeah. perfect. It's just amazing. You know, I always thought that Bluto was called Brutus. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is oh. this is like a revelation to me. His <laughs> name is actually Bluto. He's finally got a Damn. name. Yeah. Um, now, Mezco five points. So, a couple of things we did not mention in previous eps. There is a heart, there is a Birdman yes. being produced in that line, right? How did we so miss that? So, Birdman, well, we didn't Harvey many, Birdman. many people it, yeah. will remember him as Harvey Birdman, <laughs> attorney. attorney at law. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Shut up and take my money. I'm going to go that again. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, right. definitely yeah. got to have this, man. This is like, I loved Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law show. <laughs> I just freaking love it. And the fact that he comes with this sidekick Avenger, the big eagle, yes. is just perfect. Like, that's that's probably a $20 figure. You know, five points of articulation, very basic. Um, and uh, I think I can definitely, uh, you know, squeeze that out. And, uh, yeah, I have to have that in my collection. I can find a little spot on my shelf for, for him. So that that is my San Diego... Uh, 2019 shut up and take my money nice. I found one I found one I'm very excited so yeah outstanding very good um, did you talk warrior figures as yeah, well there, yeah so there were some warrior figures from yeah. the Mezco five points uh, the typical baseball looking yes. characters mm-hmm. and um, some of the warrior figures and things nice um, but yeah uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll expand out on the um, character roster and they're due out next year so yeah. look out for them very good Storm Collectibles had another lot of reveals from a number of properties one of them being the fighting figures from King of Fighters and Tekken so really cool to see the company branching out into more video game characters. And if you're a fan of Tekken, if you're a fan of King of Fighters, Storm Collectibles are absolutely killing it they at the are. moment. So you can get all your favorite main characters from that line. Golden Axe. Golden Axe was there. So <laughs> we had the, I don't know his name. What, does he have Battler. a name? Axe That's, Battler, that's right. the video game, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. I have played yeah. that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I had that. Yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. But probably the highlight for that was he's riding on yes. Red, the Red Dragon. Dragon. And uh, again, that just looks sensational. I, I wonder, the, I mean, the price point on that is probably going to be Shao Kahn Pretty style. Well, in, inflated because of yeah. that dragon. Yeah. I, you know, the, the oh, figure itself right. yes. would, would, wouldn't would be too expensive, but I think because it's a deluxe yep. with the dragon, I think you're going to be pushing a bit of a price yep. point for that. Definitely. Um, but very cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, to get the, then to get the wizard and then get the, uh, the girl, the warrior girl. Not sure what her name is, Valkyrie, but maybe. Yeah. yeah, but you know, yeah, to have all three three of those yeah. on your shelf, perfect. Um, yeah, it'd be sick, sick. Nice. Mortal Kombat. We knew Sector would be coming because we had uh, Smoke and Cyrax, but uh, he's the red robot with the Vice Fatality, so he looks absolutely insane. And the final figure we're getting from Storm Collectibles is the Injustice Doomsday. So if you liked that game, it's been out for a while now, a couple of this years is, at least. This is what I right? found odd. It's a good-looking figure, but it's, I feel yeah. like this is a year too late kind of thing. That's probably like, two years too late, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. been a while, and that's just the time it takes to get these figures out. True. But if you think about what Storm is doing, a lot of their stuff is retro, right? We're talking mm. about Mortal Kombat. We're talking about Street Fighter, King of Fighters, Tekken. Yep. They're all older franchises, so they're probably not going to let that phase them. And it is a, a nice design, but it, yeah, it is. It's probably it's too recent to hit the yes. nostalgia mark, and Correct. it's not quite recent enough to hit the yeah, modern it's mark. It's in this weird spot. It is in a weird spot, but look, they are beautiful looking figures. I think there's a, a dark side from that game as well mm-hmm. that's uh, up. I don't know if it's yes. out yet, yep. but and there's a, maybe another one. But they are nice versions. And I think beyond some of the um, higher toys doing a bit of Injustice stuff, there's not a... And Mattel did a bit in their multiverse line. DC Collectibles, I don't know if they did much. There's not a mm. lot from that game. I kind of think at this point you'd almost be better off waiting for 
no doubt the inevitable injustice three right like yeah probably but well they anyway. might be first to market then with those yeah true characters yeah. and these are all huge uh dudes like these yes. are all huge uh bulky figures so mm. they, they definitely take up a bit of shelf space absolutely imposing yeah and some films we've had some very exciting news Battle of the Planets. Oh, so oh. weird. Did it not is. see it coming. No, at all. it didn't see it coming. But um, Battle of the Planets is getting a movie, or you might know it as G Force or Science Ninja Team Gacha Man. Um, <laughs> this is sort of that Japanese manga, yes, isn't it? Yep. Really, from uh, almost seventies, late seventies, yeah. very early eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, through the different eras of uh, the name and such. Yeah. What have we know as? as? But very, very cool. Um, Live action as well has yeah. got me excited. Yes, exactly. I reckon it was about five years ago. I reckon I saw you know a visual effects guy mock up a Battle of the Planet sort of live action or CGI trailer. Oh, really? This is what okay. it can look like, and it looked great. I remember yeah, watching it because cool. I'm I've always been a bit of a you know fan of the designs and the aesthetics. So that looked cool. But this film is going to be done by none other than the Russo yes. brothers yes. in Game yep. and Infinity War. Yeah. So you know expect big things, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yep. Yeah, so uh, you might notice that we're down uh, a voice. Sam has had to uh, duck out, so we'll um, say farewell to him for now. But he will be back next week when we go through a movie review that is very close to his heart. So, yep. yeah. yeah, definitely. Thanks, Sam, for joining us, and we'll see you for our next episode. All right, there is some competition in the 112 Collective space. So, as you know, Mezco has been absolutely killing it, and... They've been doing some wonderful things in that 6-inch or 112th scale using cloth goods. Um, they've got all the big licenses. They're doing all the you know Batman stuff. They're doing a lot of DC. They're doing all the Marvel stuff. Uh, you name it, they've got it. But who else is coming into play in this sandbox? Hot Toys. Oh, that's and a... here's the thing. When you say Hot Toys, you think, oh, really, really cool, but really, really high price tag. So this is going to be... If I was Mezco, I'd be very nervous at this news. But I you definitely 100% agree. However, Hot Toys being the more premium collector, I, I'm, it'll be... Um, surprised if it's not a big price difference so okay. it'll be interesting to see their quality in that size scale but will it be the same price as mezco 112 because sometimes mm. for a collector like me who's got to be a bit um strategic in what i do and don't buy i i tend to gravitate towards mezco 112 because they're almost affordable you know they're about a yes. hundred hundred and fifty dollar mark for a pre deluxe figure whereas if hot toys are producing the same scale and a little just a tiny bit better quality uh, and it's $250 mm. no way no yeah. I'm not forking that much out for you know but I'm just talking hypothetically yep. uh, if they're going that, mo- that photo realistic movie-esque um, mm. face print technology whatever you call it yeah it's an interesting move because they're, they're always known for those really larger scale you know you might spend $600 let's say on one figure that is in the larger you know one six or one quarter scale yep. they've even done some sort of you know life-size um, like say Iron Man's helmet busts and these sorts and of things, things and yeah. busts. So it's really interesting. I'll, I'll be curious as, as to the business mechanics behind this, whether they've gone, look, this is a dying market because with prices, as we've talked about many times, prices prices generally going up, you're pricing more and more people out because we do have this really large scale, high quality product. Let's try and hit that you know, smaller scale and therefore lower price point. Yeah, I think that's the driver in my yeah. opinion is that They've got all their eggs in one basket. It's an expensive basket. Uh, and I'm trying to think if Hot Toys have done some cheaper items. If they, you did, go, they did the, like, bat, the bat. Yeah, you know, sure. From, from the... Um, uh, yeah, in a smaller scale, yes, right? Because the Nolan film. Only so. because the bat was so big, it yes. would have been ridiculous to make something in that yep. scale. But I'm thinking if you go and type Hot Toys, you might get some things like Monsters, Inc. done in this sort of cartoon really? okay. style. Okay. You, you might get some of those sort of items. Now, maybe they pick properties that weren't big hits for the adult collector market. Like I said, Monsters, Inc. Mm. If I'm getting this right, if I'm thinking about it correctly, I have to check after we finish recording. <laughs> Hopefully, I get this right. But I think this is an avenue into that, you know, to get the dollars mm. that the, and get that customer base, which they're just not getting it. Really, essentially, you're paying $400 a figure yep. for a 1.6 scale, uh, uh, yeah, 1.6 scale, um, you know, lifelike super real figure. And that's just too much for a yep. lot of people. Yep. And you just can't collect that. Like, I'll buy, if I see a character I absolutely love, 
I'll consider it, you know, in yep. that, it, for that price point. Might wait for it to go on sale or something like that. But I've only got a handful of these. And I, I limit it pretty much to DC. I go DC, you know, movie-based figures is mm. all I want to touch in the hot toy space. And I have sold off some stuff that probably wasn't really in that in that space I wanted to collect. So I can see why they've done it and be interested to see some product. Mm, definitely. All right, moving on to Mythic Legions. Um, we had G-Con, which is the Four Horsemen's, I guess, internal in-house convention that they do and they broadcast it over facebook and over instagram live streamed live stream yeah. yeah that's in, right like instead of attending the san diego yeah because they financially not not applicable not um viable, viable anymore it, yeah. so a great great thing to have i think and especially utilizing social media and stuff uh, it feels like more people can actually be there yes in my absolutely. Opinion. and they do giveaways they sell off test shots um, I didn't tune in this time, but I did tune in last year, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I know um, John Caulfield was on there while I was on there. Um, they basically announced their new wave of figures, and last year what they did is they said, if you buy now, you know, we'll throw in a free set of shields and a sword. So um, I actually got that uh, you know, freebie when I got my last shipment. So right, nice, I don't know nice. if they did that this time, but yeah, there were definitely some giveaways, definitely the ability to buy test shots. But the big news coming out of it is their next wave. And they've got some figures here. I'll go through the names, but then I'll talk to them because these names don't mean much. But Arathir, Magnus, Red Shield Soldier, Hadrina, Hellfire Goblin, Belaforg, Vortorg, Malafar, Balius, Aethon, and the, you're also being able to get like attachment wings. So there's red demon wings, blue demon wings, additional orc colored beast hands and feet, and um, Caucasian human hands and feet. So they're throwing in extra pack-ins, extra ways to display your figures. Now, I don't know if you guys have caught the photos. Yeah, from this. yeah I couldn't, couldn't resist uh, uh, looking in at them and zooming in yeah. and just uh, uh, outstanding. That horse oh, looks yeah. uh, photorealistic Absolutely. almost. Um, Absolutely. And I'm not talking about the brown one. I'm talking about the one on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, as, as I guess mystical or magical as that fire horse does look, my eye was drawn to that, just that brown horse. Yes, because yeah, of I, how, I was joking. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Um, but how real that looks. It's a, it's a good price as yeah. well. Even, even to the veins and things yeah. like, uh, it's outstanding. $55 US for a single horse, or they're, they're doing a two-pack horse, two for $100. So, I, I mean, the, the horses, I've got some really nice horses in my collection. If you think horses... You might think Masters of the Universe Classics, again, sculpted by Four Horsemen, Arrow mm. Swiftwind. Uh, very, and, very nice. And um, uh, Lord of the Rings, yes. I know they, they do. They, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Lord of the Rings did some beautiful deluxe horse rider sets. Um, and I, in my height of Lord of the Rings fandom, I knew all the names of all the horses. <laughs> Brago, I think, might have been one. That was Aragorn's horse. Um, they did Gandalf's horse, the white horse. They did Arwen with a little Frodo riding in that yep. scene where they chased. They did the Ringwraiths horse. Mm. Um, that they were the the pinnacle, but I think they're about to be outshone yeah, yeah. Um, by by these ones. So yeah, hugely excited. But just to talk to some of the other figures that we're getting or what they look like, um, there's basically a big red demon. Is that the one with the forked tongue type thing or the large tongue coming out? That's the goblin. I think uh, that's the okay. Hellfire Goblin. Yep. But basically, he's got like almost like a tongue lasher yeah. style of um, tongue. But there's that that oh, red so that good. red demon. He's almost got like oh, a insane. skull demon face. Mm. So it's not quite skeleton, but it's got these big black horns. And um, we've got a couple of knights. So um, there's a knight, a male knight, um, sporting sort of a big beard, big fisto style of beard and golden armor. And then we've got a, a female knight. Now she looks like she's almost got a, a lion helm that will come down over her head, but with the visor. And she's got a big hammer. We've got this orc That's with a big one. beard. He looks yep. wonderful yep. as well. And then um, there's like a, another generic army builder knight, but with a really unique looking helmet. Yeah, which, I like uh, yeah, yeah, just looks cool. fantastical um, and really amazing. And then a little kind of goblin demon. I like thing the wings. In the blue. Yeah. yeah, these cool yep. wings. So they are absolutely killing it. I'd pledged. Um, I think the last two releases of of because I, I went in for this massive 
Kickstarter that mm. they did where it was like ended up being 33 or something 39 figures oh, or wow. something yeah. like Jeez. huge and I was just burnt out by it mm. and they they put up some ice kind of wave and I'm like no nah, not getting it not getting it not getting it and then they sent an email saying this pre-order has been extended by two days and I'm like I'm getting it <laughs> <laughs> and so and, and like and I just I've ordered everything they've put out and I see this and I'm like I have to oh, order have it to. I have to they order it they just keep going from strength to strength yeah. oh. It is, it is phenomenal. Do we think any of those are going to end up with those uh, Masters-style repaints they've done of other figures? You I know think how? so, yeah? yes. Yeah. I think any they'll predictions? continue that. Uh, it's a really good question. Like one of those could be like a, 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 a well, Tongue Lasher is probably the one that jumps yeah, out to me. Yeah, I reckon you're thing. right. Yes, the Hellfire Demon could, could be done as Tongue Lasher. I think that's a good call. And, um, and someone a bit left field instead yeah, of your cringes and your uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, they've done obviously uh, trap jaw and things, but tongue lasher would be completely left field, mm. and I don't mm. think anyone would have seen that coming um, previously. And you could do that, in that it, calling it yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> you could do that in that goblin style, yeah. and, and sort of make him part of the goblins, uh, and but with a huge tongue, yeah, purple yeah. motif and yeah. green tongue and but, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Sick. So twenty sixth of July, these went live. Um, for pre-order, just price. I didn't look at the individual prices. Like I said, the horses were about fifty-five dollars, but four hundred and ten for the all-in. So you do get a bit of a discount off the unit price if you do decide to get right. the all-in. All right, Frank. Did you want to chat a bit about Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yeah. So we've just finished giving uh, Avatar: The Blue People movie a bit of stick because it's now number two. But this is the other Avatar, the good Avatar, in my opinion. Avatar: The Last Airbender. We got a little bit of a a small snippet from these are toys coming out from Diamond Select. They're doing an upcoming line based on the very high-quality animation Avatar The Last Airbender. These will unfortunately be an exclusive to Walgreens, which makes them that little bit harder to get if you're not in the US. But all we have seen at this point is a graphic of the three characters we know very well from the show. We got a picture of Aang, Katara, and Prince Zuko. Mm. Don't really know much more at this point as far as availability and price, but... If you know the show, it's like these things have just walked oh. off, walked off the animation. And look, Diamond Select do wonderful things. Mm. You know, they are a, a high quality, high, you know, accuracy type product. Um, but these are just sensational, very cartoony, very cartoon accurate. And really, we haven't got a lot of merchandising from Avatar. It did have a, a line by Mattel back in the day when it came All out. Right. Um, and and it, it was extensive enough. You know, there's quite a few characters in there, but it is that aimed at kids yeah this is that niche yeah you know lots of action features yep this is just pure accuracy yeah. i think what got me excited we, we were sh- sharing these pics in our patreon and, and malcolm i think it was he goes imagine if they did like an upper in scale oh, i was yes. like oh that would How be so good, good. Be? yeah, yeah. You almost like a plush maybe oh, i don't know like, but that would be pretty yeah cool. no and look i'm i will buy anything legends of Korra. So yes. if they do a companion line that's yep. legends of Korra, i'm you know all in but but certainly i might be calling on our our friend chris wisdom for this being a walgreens go to walgreens <laughs> yeah you're gonna be that's where you need all your drugs from chris so if you need <laughs> to fill any prescriptions you can pick me up and ang uh, Katara and a Prince Zuko while you're, while you're getting your yes. Benedine and so forth. <laughs> um, Bucky-o here. This was something that came out of left field for me. Uh, we are getting a new line of minifigures. So this, to me, is very much in that loyal subject, sort right. of that oh, super that's deformed scale. style. Okay. Yeah, hard to get a gauge of scale, but smaller. They're mm. mini. And um, Bucky, your hairline's not big. It's really technically a three and three quarter inch line. Yeah. They, they come in at about. I've got some on the table there. They come in at about four inches yeah. around the mark. These are the modern ones, or the, the... the modern ones. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So this is all Boss Fight Studio stuff I've got here right. on the table. Right. But they're, yeah, they're going down the path of these minis in a almost super deformed or stylized style of style with vehicles. Oh, so we saw little what? vehicles that they can go on. So we saw um, Bucky, Jenny, the Toad Air Marshal and the Storm Toad Trooper by the looks of it, all done as sort of 3D renders up there. And then if I'm reading it correctly, I didn't see any words on this, but the Righteous Indignation looked like it was the vehicle you could put Bucky in, which is mm. his big flagship. And there was a little smaller vehicle for Jenny, which I, I don't know the name of or if it, if it has a name. But, you know, different direction. Cool. Um, you know, these figures here that I'm talking about, the Boss Fight Studio 
uh, you know, line in the in the four inches that are highly articulated, a lot of swappable face plates, really nicely done, high quality figures, can't talk highly enough, but they're a $35 US figure. And I think they warrant that, but you know, by the time you get it here, you're talking $50, $55. Mm. I think this is quite a clever move to go into something smaller, to maybe go into something that's a little bit cheaper to produce because they are high end, they do a lot of good work. Again, like what we're seeing sort of from Hot Toys, they may be trying yeah. to capture a bit of a market that's well, in between. Well, little little toy, um, uh, sorry, the little toy, what is it? Loyal, the loyal subjects, yeah. sorry. The loyal subjects are, uh, are quite popular at the moment. There's lots of little Facebook pages popping up and people are going crazy and just buying mm-hmm. them by the box, yeah. essentially, because they're only $15 each yeah. Australian. So. If you can, you know, incorporate that into another properties, uh, and, yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, people, and it's so. There's nothing more exciting than walking into your local collector store, and for instance, seeing Masters of the Universe yep. on on uh, our to- uh, shelves and uh, being fifteen dollars. It's almost like this is the new on shelf product now. This is the product you can go in and buy because yep. all the stuff we're used to buying is priced out of the market mm-hmm. to, yep. to get. So. You know, loyal subjects like you say, fifteen dollars. You get a nice little figure. Like, yes, they're good yeah. quality figures. Nice articulation, beautifully presented in those boxes. I mean, I'm hunting an orco at the moment, yep. so I'd love to, you know, go into the store and find myself an orco. Interestingly, I went into Zing and they had, uh, you know, the more common ones yep. in the in the boxes. Zing in the city, you know, they had uh, Battle Armor He Man, Battle Armor Skeletor, Skeletor yep. uh, Ram Man, that sort of Man-Man. stuff. Yep. But then they had three or so of the, the blacked Black, out ones. The blind box, yeah. And I noticed the regular figures had been opened. Zing tend to do this a lot. They open up their figures and I'm like, oh, I wonder if these blind box <laughs> ones, like I'm not going to open it. Yeah, yeah. If, but it, they were opened. They'd, oh. they were, they'd already been looked through and they were the common ones. Yeah. Because um, I was looking for, for the Orco. But yeah, so it's a, it's, some of them are shrink wrapped. So right. you can't kind of do it. But Zing have a tendency. I went in and bought a, a bombshell statue the other day and you're literally buying the one that they've got on display in the show, and yeah. they sort of pack it up. They do a good job of packing it, yep. but it feels like you're buying yeah. a second-hand uh, product yeah. sometimes. The, <laughs> I want 10 bucks off, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. The loyal subjects as well, the blind, the boxes aren't taped. Oh, so you right. can, you can okay. even the black ones, you can just open them. Wow. Oh, well, then they hadn't opened. That's just how they were. No, so yeah, if, okay. if you're if you if you're strategic enough, and I do not endorse <laughs> this at all, right. if you can um, sort of hide your you know your body look over that uh, way what, what you know to the shelf that you're looking at and you could op- easily open them wow. the black ones in in store well that's what i did what, yeah. <laughs> i mean that's I'm, yeah. i was, I'd, I just assumed they'd been opened and yeah. the store people knew yeah. what was in there and they were take i i didn't know that they hadn't taped them no wow. no they're okay, not taped right. no interesting oh. no. yeah all right uh, the deathletron super deluxe 8 inch figure so deathletron pays homage to the speclatron death law Get it? Death, Death Latron. <laughs> One of the world's rarest KO toys from the 1980s. This reimagined and highly detailed sculpt stands a whopping eight inches tall, features multiple toy points of articulation, and comes complete with removable armor, helmet, blaster, pistol, and shield. The figure comes packed on a massive 14 by 10 inch blister card featuring original artwork by our friend and longtime collaborator Theo Kane. Pre-orders close on the 31st of August and if enough people back this awesome figure, he will be shipped out from December 2019. Please visit Neymar Studios to order yourself the outstanding figure and see our Toy Power Facebook page for a direct link to their page. And I have backed this. Oh, I, wow. I, I, nice. I, That's a skull. Dude, this, yeah. this yeah. screams you, like, doesn't it? I am like... I, I I call this. Um, they say it's the rarest KO toy. It is pretty much that. Right. Like you, you I, I'd be. I think uh, this guy is rarer than a laser power He Man or okay. a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just just so ridiculously rare, and such a niche market for knockoff toys as yep. well. So the the uh, the Speclatron um, character is he's got like a, 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 a sorry he's a He Man buck essentially. Mm-hmm. But he's got like a glittery, um, you know, clear torso, right? right. And he's got like green highlights as trunks and um, boots and things. And he comes with a regular sort of many faces weapon and a generic sort of shield. 
and they have just gone, well, you know, times that by a hundred uh, through the uh, <laughs> retro, uh, you know, stylized, uh, stylized machine, machine yeah, cool. and pro- come out with this guy. And they've added a little bit of extra armor with um, a helmet with big green horns yeah, that's and translucent and things. Have a few horns. Yes, and a few yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, and he detail. just looks sick. And I, I, I'm denied about it. And I'm like, you know what? Little um, backyard uh, sort of customizing toy company. Uh, this is the only probably one I'll ever be interested in. Yep. I'm never ever going to even see a Speclatron Deathlord no. uh, KO figure in my life, mm. uh, and this is just this is dialed up a million by. Uh, and so yeah, I backed it. Nice. Hopefully, cool. it's, um, fingers crossed, it uh, gets through. There's enough backers, and uh, I can't wait to um, actually hold it in my hands. So nice, very excited. It'll stand out on the shelf, I reckon, with those color scheme and being a bigger yeah. bigger figure at eight yep. inches. That'll yep. look awesome. Yep. Well, he'll be like a giant next to my vintage figures. He'll be almost a little bit bigger than the classics. Yep. I don't even know where I'm going to put him yet, yeah, but yeah. I have to have him. So. <laughs> well yeah. done. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, let's head into our final segment. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Time to start thinking because the quiz master's back. Okay, so it's my turn to, uh, around again. So this is a themed quiz tonight, all okay. right? So the theme is close to my heart, probably not very close to yours, <laughs> so apologies in advance. Uh, but to give you guys a standing chance, majority of these questions have multiple choice answers, okay? okay? So said theme is all things aliens, all right? right so right, get excited. <laughs> all right. Now, I have two all-in questions at the very end of this quiz. The first one may require some thinking. So... Atax, right? A-T-A-X was a Series 2 deluxe figure whom was a space marine uh, whom came with a suit of armour that doubled up as an alien disguise gear with a helmet-mounted missile as the action figure. Uh, ATAX is actually an acronym. At the end of this quiz, I want you to tell me what you imagine these four letters should stand for and then I'll give you the official answer. Okay, all right. right. So get excited. All right, so we'll start with uh, Frank who's across from me. Yeah. All right. In the 1986 film Aliens, which Decepticon G1 Transformer was featured as an abstract uh, prop of the futuristic uh, cockpit? Now, do you want uh, the um, multiple choices or do you so know say it? again, in the movie. In the movie. In the yeah. realistic uh, 1986 Aliens, which Aliens yep. is a sequel, yep. uh, which Decepticon Generation 1 toy mm. Transformer was featured as an abstract pop of the futuristic cockpit. Okay. I'm not a, sure what you mean. So, okay, so go. it was a prop. A prop. Like it was okay, actually yes. like in okay. the cockpit, you've got levers, you've yeah, got lights, yeah, yeah. you've got this and that. There yeah. was a transformer. I think I know, but give me the okay. options. Is it A, sound wave, B, shock wave, C, galvatron, or D, reflector? I thought it was shockwave. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's shockwave. It's actually, actually shockwave without his... Um, the uh, barrel yes. attached, and his arms are pointing outwards like a Y shape, and he's hanging from the ceiling oh, of right. the cockpit. Yeah, very, very cool. <laughs> nice. All right. The ninth, so Trent, the 90s Kenner Alien Toy Line introduced the idea of aliens merging with creatures. Which one of these creatures did not make it as a toy in the original 90s Kenner run? Was it the A, wild boar, B, panther, C, crab, or D, dog? Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Wild boar, panther, crab, or dog? I reckon it's panther. No. Panther was an alien. Right. It was... uh, Frank, do you want to jump in? um, What are the options again? Wild boar, Mm -hmm. panther, panther, (laughs) panther, crab, or a dog? Which one did not make it in as a toy in the uh, Mm. Kenner toy line? So the wild boar. No, that was it. Dog? It was the dog. The yeah, dog, because dog really? actually makes yes, it yes, in, in, the in the number three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, okay. In the third film. Yes. Gotcha. Cool. All right. So the uh, number three, uh, Frank. The Yo. first wave of regular Kenner alien figures featured a bonus face hugger accessory. Mm-hmm. However, what did the deluxe alien queen from wave one come with? Did it come with a chestburster, an alien egg, a mini comic? Or stickers depicting acid burn marks. Given the era, I kind of want to say mini comic, but um, who made these? Was it Kenner? Kenner. Correct, Kenner. I'll go with the um, 
Yeah, with the egg. egg. It actually came with a chest burster. Oh, nice. So, yeah, okay. came, so the, the mini comics were packed in with the other three yeah, uh, okay. figures and some of the Marines from um, the aliens. None of them came with the alien egg, and the Marines came with stickers depicting uh, acid burns. Okay. So, Trick yeah. question. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trent. Ripley's ginger cat featured in both films, Alien and Aliens. Its name was? Goose. Marty. <laughs> it was Marty, Jonesy, Smokey, or Gypsy? Jonesy? Jonesy is correct. Hey, well done. Well nice. done. All right. Frank. Yeah. I like this one. Okay. <laughs> Actor Bill Paxton yep. was famously killed by a Terminator, a Predator, as well as Aliens. Mm-hmm. In what sequential film year release order was he killed in? Bonus points for which film and which film year? So, so which one? Like, name the order that he was. So, the it, so, so the so what you know, what year would the was the films released in? Yeah, right. And which years was he killed? So, what, what, which Bill Paxton was killed by all three of yes. those characters, right? Yep. What what in what order did the films come out as? And he was killed in in the. In so, where, where did he die first? What what film came out first that he was okay. killed in first? So you say like Terminator. He died first in Terminator. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Terminator. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, so what came yeah. first? Yeah, so it would be Terminator. No, no, it no. wouldn't be. No. Alien. Aliens. Aliens, Because it was in your second one. Yes. yes, correct. Then Predator, then Terminator? Yeah, oh, Predator, so Predator 2. Predator. He was oh, in Predator 2 Predator and then Terminator 2. 2. Yeah, so I'll take that. I'll call that correct. Okay. I'll call that. Well done. All right. Now, Trent, you haven't gotten away with it. Yep. Actor Bill Paxton was famously killed by a Terminator Predator as well as Aliens. In what sequential film timeline order was these done in? Ooh. Bonus points if for films fictitious year it's based in. Oh, so, I so, so you've now, now picked yourself in the actual film, the years that they're, they're depicted in the film. based around. Right? Yeah. What, uh, what order was he killed in? Predator would be first. No. <laughs> so Terminator it, Two would be first. Yes. Then Predator, then Alien. Yes, correct. So Predator oh. Two was um, 1995. Predator, sorry, Terminator Two, 1995. Predator Two, 1997, and then Aliens is roughly in the 21st, the 22nd century. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Two th- t- Twenty-one. Mm. Uh, Clever. Yeah. Yep. Ah, well done. All right. Good good question. (laughs) All right. Back to you, Frank. Yeah. Alien Special Edition features how many extra minutes of extra footage on top of the original theatrical release? Is it A, 11 minutes, B, 13 minutes, C, 15 minutes, or D, 17 minutes? Of extra footage, so you've got quite this, a bit from memory. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was leaning you've towards got this D. Theatrical release, and then you've got the special. Yeah, because I remember. I'm going to go D. D. So, 17, Seventeen minutes. You yeah. are correct. Yeah. Well done, Well done. Good well done. Nice. Because yeah. they just deemed that back. You know, too yeah, much. too long back that then. Two hours. Yep. Uh, it was unheard you know, of. Yeah, you cannot mm. do that. No one will see it. No one yep. will sit that still yep. that long. All right, Trent. How many pack-in comics in total were produced for the Alien, for the Kenner Aliens, and Predator toy line? See, this is the problem with being a mint on card collector. I, I have all of these and I see them rolled up in the packaging. <laughs> and sometimes uh, you can never see... read them. All right. Was well, it... I know. Okay, yeah, sorry. Was Not it A, nine issues, B, 11 issues, C, 13 issues, or D, 15 issues? If I didn't have multiple choice, I was going to say three or something. Jeez, <laughs> so, I was way off. Sorry, can I have them again? Okay. Nine, 11. nine, 11, 13, or 15. So increments are two. Oh, look. To get up to 15, I just can't see it, to be honest. I mean, it could have happened. I just have to go with nine. Cause nine? Yeah. There were actually 13. Oh, wow. So the 13th comic being Alien versus Predator in the two-pack. Yeah, all, right. the, all the other ones came right. with Marines an and Aliens. Run. Yeah. yeah, cool. Good world, Never any came with uh, the Predators yep. uh, by themselves. Yep. All right, Frank, which mm. toy company produced the Alien Resurrection toys in 1997? Was it nice. A, Kenner, B, Hasbro, C Toy Biz or D Mattel. Nineteen ninety-seven. Alien Resurrection. Mm, I'm gonna go. Oh, I can't picture it's, them at all. Ninety-seven. They're, they're completely not... unique sculpt. So they're they're yep. they're probably a bit about an eight inch, six, six seven or eight inch. They're in that okay. almost you know very in late nineties super pose, pre-pose, like pre-pose style. And they, they came in a box window yep, box, window box packaging yep. instead of the 
blister card. Yeah, well, if you think 90s and Kenner. you think pre-pose, I'm leaning towards Toy Biz, to be honest. Yeah, actually, Kenner. Oh, was really? Kenner? Yes, it oh, was Kenner. Right. Yeah, believe it or okay. not, I've... I I'm I was surprised myself even uh, that they uh, still were around. They look so could. different yeah. to the Kenner stylings. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah, big departure. Miss skipped uh, Alien Three. Yes, and went straight into um, Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Out of all the Space Marine figures from the '90s Kenner Alien figure range, only one character was released with the famous pulse rifle. Who was it? A. Corporate Hicks. B. Sergeant Apone. C. Drake. Or D. Vasquez. I've got I, I the the problem here for me is I'm not sure what the pulse rifle. So you know like. you know you know when at the end of the so uh, they're in the Meg lab and she's um Ripley's like uh, here ta- he, uh, Hicks says uh, shows her how to use the big gun right and it's got the you know the big um, machine gun aspect mm-hmm. it's got the um, grenade launcher and things yep. and she's like well come on show me your, what else it does so she shows it uh, he shows her the grenade launcher and everything mm-hmm. and then later in that film of course she straps it to the flamethrower when she's yeah. uh, saving Newt. Yep. So she's got a bit, bit of a double pulse rifle and a flamethrower strapped, and that's what the toy comes with. The Ripley figure comes with the two connected to each other. The pulse rifle is essentially a big... Uh, it's a rectangular uh, sort of weapon. It's yep. a it very, very, very futuristic. It's got the numbers on the side to tell yeah, you how many bullets, rounds and yep. things to add suspense and things to the film and such. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So the, the, I'll give you another hint. The character in the film, I don't think even held the pulse rifle. Wow. So wow. Is, it, is it Corporate Hicks, B, Sergeant Apone, uh, C, Drake, or D, Vasquez? And only Corporal, one... Corporal Hick. No, because he, he was the one that showed Ripley, so it's not Yeah, him. I was thinking... Um, yeah, it's away. Vasquez, the European um, oh, release. So yes. Vasquez, she's, she's got that big... Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of um, miniguns. Yeah, I yeah. can't. There's an there's an official name. It's so big. She's got a waist strap around yes, around yes, it. Yes. So, yeah. so cool. and that's what Rip, the Ripley Necker Ripley came with uh, from um, the homage to the Kenner, which I was annoyed about because she never actually holds that gun. Mm. Anyway, yeah. that's that's me geeking out. <laughs> All right, Frank. Yeah. In the 1979 theatrical trailer of the the film Alien, how much actual screen time does the Xenomorph Alien have? Is it almost ten minutes? Roughly eight minutes, less than four minutes, or close to six minutes. I want to. I remember it's. Uh, I want to say six minutes. Oh, very close. It's actually less than four minutes. Less than yeah. four minutes. Less than it's all four minutes. Quick wow. cuts, yes. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Frank, Dark Horse uh, Comics published the... Uh, sorry, Trent, Trent, sorry. Dark Horse Comics published the Aliens comic book series starting in 1988. The first series uh, was six issues before the second series was released in 1990 and went for four issues. What was the second series known as? Was it A, Book 2, B, Havoc, C, Incubation, or D, Earth War? The incubation. That's kind of what I would have Book two. Oh, <laughs> oh really? It's a bit boring. You should be coming up with these names. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's coming over. Well, you've already had your comic titles published in the <laughs> segments. So, Talking Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Frank. Yeah. In the Kenner Aliens toy line, there were a few variations of the Alien Queen. How many in total? Was, was Were there three? Four, five, or six. Wow. And can you name them all? Oh, no chance of naming them, to be honest. Um, uh, I'm going to go with three. Oh, four. No. Actually, four. So, so there was you've got the, the single card first release yes, of the Queen, yep. and the one with the hives. Yes. But that, they're the only two I can... Yeah. yeah. Flying Queen Alien. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the Queen Facehugger. Okay. Which yeah. essentially wraps around a whole figure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right, a couple more. Uh, in 79, uh, Kenner produced some merch items relating to the definitive Alien film. One of those items was an alien viewfinder, an alien projector, an alien movie viewer, or an alien homing device. What's the difference between a movie viewer and a viewfinder? Are they the same thing? Uh, different words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the alien projector. Alien movie viewer, it right. was. Yeah, yeah, I tried okay. to keep more very right. similar. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Right. yeah, Alien movie viewer was uh, one of their uh, yes, kind of starting off points. Okay, there yeah. you go. I uh, so okay, Frank. Yeah. Uh, our good friends Dave and Paulie reviewed Alien Three on their podcast, Dave's Video Graveyard. Mm-hmm. They gave it a score of a two <laughs> a, two and seven out of nineteen, or three and eight out of nineteen, four and nine out of nineteen, and five and or five and ten out of nineteen. 
What do you reckon those boys get? Well, the low score was clearly Paulie. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he hates fun. Yeah. Uh, ah. <laughs> I go with what was it? Four and yep. four, four and, and nine. nine. Yep. Well done. That's yeah. correct. Well done. All right. Now we're up to the all in. So. All in film poster tags have in some cases become as iconic as the poster image itself. Oh, I know this one. For example, the Jaws tagline is, you'll never go into the water again. Predator 2 tagline is, he's in town with a few days to kill. (laughs) Can you correctly recall the taglines for the first four Alien films? Oh, wow. All right, Alien. No one can hear you scream in space. In space, no one can hear you scream. I'll give you that. Aliens. They're back? No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. Um, I'm trying to picture it in my head now. Yeah. No. This Wait. time it's war. Oh, no. no. Yeah, no Alien know. 3. There's actually a couple. Oh, okay. I remember the cut, like the, the image yep. and what it looks like, but I can't remember it's got the, the actual. It's got the, the most famous one of, is the um, the queen alien yep. uh, chestburster curled in a sphere, mm. in a circle. Hmm. No, nah. it's not coming to me. No idea, sorry. Uh, this time it's hiding in the most terrifying place of all. In 1979, it came from within. In 86, it, it was gone forever. In 92, our worst fears have come true. It's back. And the last one, three times the suspense, three times the danger, three times the terror. Okay, last oh, wow. I love, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the people that, you know, sort of sit in a room and have to come up with these things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but then no one can hear you scream in space. Is, that's is that's, that's pretty that's iconic. That iconic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and last one, Alien Resurrection. That was when Winona Ryder was yes, going correct. through yes. that whole yep. kleptomaniac yep. phase, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. Don't steal from the predator. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> very, very close. It's been more than two hundred years. The beginning has just started. Ooh. So obviously they had a you know hope, hoping for much more. Yeah. All right, now swinging back to that ATAX acronym. How did we go? I did okay. How did you go, Frank? Um, yeah, I sort of went with the. You think about when this the alien franchise sort of first came to be and so i've taken a bit of creative license with the last thing so this is it's a suit designed to kill aliens essentially yes, correct. Yeah? yes. so i've got the alien termination assault extreme oh very cool the yes yeah yes. there are two a's in there you did a good thing frank by going with alien i totally missed that <laughs> obvious seem now so obvious opportunity <laughs> and there's, there's negative points for that i've gone with armored terrestrial Artillery exoskeleton. Oh, that's cool. Exoskeleton. Yep. Very X, nice. That works. You know, the X. Yeah, 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 yeah. That works. Cheating, but. All right. The official <laughs> candidate and in the, in the boardroom, they went with Alien Tactical Advantage Explorer. Explorer. So, yeah. I knew it would be something yeah. like that. And if you're going to watch the boys, there's a bit of exploring going on in that that's one. Right. That's right. That. Through that. that kind of exploring? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I probably wasn't qualified for that quiz, but uh, no, a great either. question. Well, yeah, no, I, no. I, try, I really yeah. tried to help you out. Yeah, uh, no, multiple yeah. choice. And Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully everyone playing at home did better than us. Yep. <laughs> All the Alien David? fans were just yelling at us, going, oh my God, Trent and, and Frank are stupid. Paulie would be kicking himself for how well he did on that quiz and how well he wouldn't have wanted to do on that quiz potentially. Beyond, I mean, we know how he feels about sequels. So um, hopefully he rates Alien 1 and 2 pretty high. Well, he, he rates Ooh. Ghostbusters 2 over Ghostbusters. Yeah, he so. does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Interesting. Mm, interesting. All right. Thank you. Thanks to Sam for coming along. Uh, he did have to head out halfway through the episode, but he did. What did he shout out as his shut up and take my money? From the con. Uh, the Morbius, Morbius. Uh, 112, 112 Collective. Yes. From Good yes. call. Well yep. done, uh, Sam. Adding to his beautiful 112 collection. Um, and thank you, Ben, for producing that quiz. Always wonderful to have a quiz. Thanks so much to our latest Patreon, Mr. Philip Keating, over mm-hmm. at uh, Botched. And uh, part of breaking the panel, we, we love your stuff and uh, great to have you on board. And thank you to all our listeners for coming and tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We will see you guys around the toy aisles. Uh, thank you for listening and good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and 
a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're, yeah.